Welcome back, Purpose listeners. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad to have you. My name is Ebony Hinton. I am your host of Her Life on Purpose, the podcast where I teach women how to dominate the life that they have on purpose. And I do that through my experiences, through storytelling, so that you and I can both relate. And hopefully it changes your life in some way. Um, So we're going to get started today on today's topic, which is about a woman who I am calling Miss D. I had a beautiful encounter with Miss D this past week. So I want to share some little tidbits that I learned from um, my conversation and my interaction with Miss D. You don't want to miss the story. So hang tight and let's dig in to Miss D's story. Man, okay, so let me tell you, it is so cold where I am on the East Coast. And we we actually moved from Missouri. We used to live in Missouri. Um, I've mentioned before my husband is military. So um, I'm used to, I have become used to the snow and just the coldness. But it's like when you come to a new area that is, you know, for the most part has neutral and warm weather, the minute it gets cold, it's like you're put into this little shock. So I'm, it's really cold um, here. So I'm hoping the weather kind of warms up in the next couple of weeks, which it should. But um, anyway, Miss D. So let's talk about Miss D. And I had an encounter with Miss D on um, on a Sunday. I went to church um, earlier that day, um, you know, and Church was dynamic. Do you hear me? It was just in a, a dynamic Sunday, a great time to um, just really connect with God. So I was just, I had a dynamic time in church to the point where, you know, the pastor could probably have gotten away with not um, giving, you know, delivering a word on that Sunday, but he he did deliver a word on that Sunday, but it was just a dynamic church service and, you know, just a lot of praising and and worshiping. And um, I remember being in church and I'm like, I'm the type of person I will not um, leave church without getting um, what I need from God or, you know, um, inviting God just into that space through my, my praise and through my worship. I am you know, I I really, I really don't care who's around, you know, I'm going to do what I do. And, um, and, and that's that. So I, I got my, um, encounter and just, you know, talking and worshiping with God before I left church. And I just felt amazing. And, um, you know, people, some people won't praise God or some people won't, you know, uh, act the way that they want to act because they're scared of the way people will look at them. And I'm, and I also believe you don't have to, um, do a whole lot to get God's attention. I mean, you, you could, it's just praising God, however you praise him is okay. And that is like a really great 
tip and tidbit for you to know. However, if you are a believer, however you praise God, it's okay. He receives that. He he loves that. Um, however your praise is. But um, anyway, so I got done with church and um my husband took my boys to get a haircut. And I told him, I'm like, okay, I need to go to the grocery store to grab a couple of things. And, um, you know, I'll meet you at home. So I did that. And, um, you know, I'm walking through the grocery store. It takes me forever to grocery shop, especially when I don't have my kids, because it's like a vacation, uh, a mini vacation in the middle of the week or in the middle of the day, just this little aha moment. Like, you know, cause I see other people with their kids and they're like, you know, Billy, stop. Don't do that. Don't do this. And I'm just gliding through the, the aisles by myself. I rarely shop with my children because it's just like a vacation to me and they're well-mannered kids, but they're still kids. So it's, it's a vacation to me. But anyway, so, you know, I'm, I'm in the grocery store. I'm in there a while. I finally make it to the register and, um, somebody was in Mrs. D her line. So I was like, I'll go to the other, other, um, register. So I went to the other register and, um, it was closed. It was, he was only taking one more customer. So I had to go back to Miss D's line. And when I made it to her line, she just locked eyes with me and she, you know, kind of stared at me. And then she turned away and she said, hi, you know, how are you? And I said, I'm good. How are you? And I give her my, my grocery basket because at this particular grocery store, you don't actually put the um, groceries on the belt. You just pull, push your basket up and they take it and bag it and everything like that. Anyway, so I'm having this conversation with Miss D and just out of nowhere, she begins to tell me her, um, life story. And it wasn't a long life story or anything like that, but it was enough to grasp, you know, what she had been through and a little bit about who she is. And so she said to me, um, you know, we're, we're, um, I don't know, well, should I say her occupation or, okay. So I'll say this. She said that they were retired. So Ms. D told me a story about her being retired with her husband. And this is the place that they settled. She said they came back from, um, you know, she, they moved to this particular place from where they were before um, because of her parents. And her parents asked her, you know, I want you to come back here and, you know, stay. So that's what her and her husband did. They ended up retiring here. They bought a house. Miss D proceeds to tell me that, you know, eventually, you know, her dad died and then her mother died. And then um, she had some siblings, you know, just over the course of the years, they died. Now Misty only has one sibling who she doesn't talk to. And so as she's telling me the story about each family member that has died, Miss D begins to stop just checking out my groceries. And she paused for a moment and she begins to cry and um, in the line. Now I want to set up what is happening around us. Nothing is happening around us. There's nobody in the line behind us. Everybody is on the other aisles checking out. And 
it's amazing that she was able to, you know, one, check out my groceries, two, to have a moment to herself, and three, to tell me a story. And nobody was in the line behind me to get their uh, groceries um, checked out. And that's really important to know because sometimes God will set up just he will like he's just so intricate in that way to where he will you know set it up in that way so i was just you know amazed um you know by that little um you know just that little thing that nobody was behind me so anyway miss d says to me you know she isn't talking to her sister because of some family issues dealing with money when her, her parents died and she felt like her sister, um, you know, just took everything because her mother, um, or her, her mother and her parents, her parents, sorry, had left these, um, you know, just, you know, how people leave things like houses and, you know, they had, a will to where they left these things divided amongst both girls, but Miss D states that she didn't get anything. So, um, and she said that wasn't the issue that she didn't get anything because she has, you know, everything, you know, that she needs. The issue was how her sibling went about, um, acquiring all these things to forge documents and things like that. And she said, um, you know, there, there was so, so much heaviness, uh, around her that, um, you know, as she's telling the story that I could tell that she was hurt. And I want to also note that, um, I am 30 years old and Miss D is, um, in her sixties. And, um, and I say that because here is this older woman um, who is confiding in me in this uh, grocery store, and um, you know she she's older than me, and sometimes that's a little intimidating. Like you know, what could I possibly do for this woman who has you know experienced so has so many more experiences and so many so much life um, than I. Um, but here she is in the store confiding in me. And she says, she stops and she stops telling me the story, you know, with her, with tears in her eyes. And she says, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but she said, the moment you walked up, it was just like, you carried this ray like this the, it, something th that shine through you and mind you I told you you know when I first started to tell this story that I had gone to church and I had this wonderful time and um you know and I I don't when I know that I need to get something from God I I'm obedient and when I say something that doesn't mean I need um particularly just like, I want to take something from God. I want to, you know, I want him to help me with something. It means I need some kind of strength. I need the spirit to fall on me. I need, um, to just connect. I need, um, to, to, for our relationship, just connect, just like you would a partner or a husband. Um, you know how, like if your husband is away or your partner is away a long time 
And it's something just feels off to a moment where it's like, we need to reconnect. That's, that's kind of how it was. I needed to connect and to reconnect. And um, because I know that these things happen to me all the time, which is the purpose of this podcast, these encounters happen to me all the time the time and to be able to pour into other people or be able to have people confide in me I need to draw from my source and my source is God so um so what Miss D saw in me was not necessarily me it was her safe place and I began to tell Miss D that I said God had me in this line for a particular uh reason you know, and one of my mottos is nothing in my life is by chance. I do not believe things um, happen in coincidence for me. I don't believe it. I know that it's all um, working together. So, um, yeah, so, I, you know, I'm talking to Miss D and I'm telling her, you know, she said, I don't know why um, you were in this line, but I knew, you know, you were a safe place. And so she said that, I mean, and listen, from the time you get in the line to the time you see somebody, you know, it's a split, a second. So Miss D thought of all of this in that split second. And she, and like I said, she told me that, um, just that brief story, there's more things that she said, but I just want to hit on those, um, points, um, you know, that, you know, that we shared, so Miss D, I said to Miss D, you know, God has me here for a reason. And here's the reason, because God knows that I will pray for you. Not only will I pray for you, Miss D, he knows that I will mean it. And he knows that when I come before him with a prayer for my sister, Miss D is my, is my sister. You are my sister. You are my brother. You are my, you know, we are siblings in Christ. So. He knows that I will come before him and I will humbly pray for you. I will mean it and I will desire for you to have better in your life. I will desire for you to have change in your life and um, that forgiveness will happen in your life through this prayer. And I will wholehearted believe that God will do this for you and your family. And Miss D says, thank you so much. And she gives me a hug. That's what happened with Miss D in the split of a second. And, you know, when it was, when she finished telling the story, she, um, then somebody comes in the line ready for, it was, it was divine. I'm, I kid you not. After the story, then somebody comes in the line and she hugs me and she said, by the way, what church do you go to? And I told her the church and um, she said, I've, I've been having a hard time finding the church. So anyway, I told her the, the name of the church and everything. And she said that she will come. This is what I want to say, you know, as far as the lessons and, you know, some of the things that I told, um, you know, Miss D. Here's the thing. Forgiveness is one of the hardest things to do sometimes. It really is. And it takes a strong person to forgive. You listen, 
when you feel something deep down in your heart and you know, like, I'm right, this person is wrong, I just really don't feel like I can forgive them. But you really can. I have been in through, and I, I know this through experience, um, I have been put in situations so many times in my life where I thought, I'm like, Lord, I can't come back from this. I can't forgive this person. I won't forgive this person. And it's so hard for me to harbor bad feelings for someone for a very long time. Now, I'm, I'm human. I'll think bad about people or I'll, you know, feel a certain way about people, but it's very hard for me to harbor it for a long time because it doesn't feel good. It feels uncomfortable. Um, and I don't like to feel uncomfortable, especially emotionally. So, um, you know, it's important to know that forgiveness takes strength. And once you're able to forgive people, you know, it doesn't get easier to forgive people. I mean, depending on what it is, but honestly, it doesn't get easier no matter how many times you do it. But the point is you are able to do it. You are really able to do it. And it makes you a much stronger person and, um, you start to learn these lessons through forgiveness. Each and every time there's a lesson in forgiving, you know, people, whether you're forgiving the same person multiple times, there's lessons in each of those moments of forgiveness. So it's important to, when you're forgiving someone, to realize what those lessons are. If you're forgiving somebody more than once for the same thing, the lesson may be, um, you're going insane. You need to change something. This situation needs to change. You need to figure out how to change it. You know, if you're just forgiving somebody for something that's so big that you feel like I will never come back to this situation or I'll never come back from this situation, um, there's a lesson in that as well. And um, I can share with you, you know, one day I, I kept asking God, I'm like, I don't think, I, I don't think I could ever forgive this person. And I don't think I want to ever forgive this person. I can't, I won't do it. And, um, every time I kept saying that, you know, I would just feel horrible, just, just horrible things, just what well, everything was just off balance. And so then it just turned it, my, my mind and everything began to shift to where I was saying, I don't want to forgive this person to, I was asking God, how do I forgive this person? How do I move on from this situation? Because I really don't know how. And God said, simple, (laughs) pray to me, come to me, I'll help you. And I'm like, nah, it's it's not that simple, God. Like that's that's too simple. You know, people say that all the time. That's cliche. And so I said to him, What do I do? How? He said, Come to me. Just just come, just come. Let me handle it. And it's gonna be all right. So I said, Okay, I'll give it a try. So I began to start to pray to God more and more and more and more and more, nothing felt like it was changing. So I said, God, what do I do? Like this, this isn't working. So I began to pray to God because he said to me, come to me, 
don't worry about it. I got it. So I said, okay. So now I'm, I'm, I'm continuously praying. And now I see one day that my mind is shifting. My mind is looking at the situation different. It's more clear. It doesn't change who that other person is. It doesn't change the situation, but what is changing is how I'm looking at the situation and how the situation is beginning to be dissected right in front of me to where I can see all the moving parts. Just like if you had a watch on your hand And you know that the watch ticks, you know that the watch has time, but you don't know what's really on the inside until you open it up. And that's what began to happen because not only am I just saying, you know, God help me forgive that person or God just help this situation change. As I'm praying more, um, my words are beginning are beginning to be more descriptive. I'm I'm asking, you know, more descriptive <clears throat> requests and I'm I'm talking to God about what I'm feeling and the situation is beginning to dissect to where I can see myself and I can see the other person and I can, and now God is kind of giving me the why. And um, I say that to say, you know, how that correlates with Miss D is Miss D is at a point where she doesn't, her sibling has done so much to her. She doesn't know how she's going to be able to forgive her. She has the desire because she only has one sibling left. um, She has a desire to be in a good place with her, but she doesn't know how. Because when somebody does so much stuff to you, you're just like, I would have to be insane to ever think that I could be in a healthy relationship with that person. Excuse me. I have to be insane. And so you kind of, your ego kind of prevents you from just being that vulnerable because that person has proven to you that they are not trustworthy. So that's what made me correlate. And I I share my experience with forgiveness um, because this is some of the things that I, um, excuse me, I don't know. Every time I do a podcast, sometimes my voice, you know, I need to keep some water over here. But anyway, so, (laughs) but anyway, so, you know, the, the purpose is forgiveness. You have to forgive. It's hard, but you got to do it. And um, those two things, my experience and, and Miss D's experiences, how she is going to forgive. What 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 can she do? And I told her, you know, God trusted me because he know that I have experienced and he knew what I would give you. It's not necessarily me. It's the point of, I allow God to work through me. That's the point. That that really is the point. It's not me. It's just I allow him to work through me. And I always say in these podcasts that I'm no different than you. Um you probably have the same experiences and you just don't look at it in that way. But everything is a lesson for me. And I want to share those lessons with you. So I hope that this short story of Miss D and forgiveness has greatly impacted you and that you got something um, from it because forgiveness, like I said, is one of the, the most tough things um, to do. And 
you don't ever want to regret it in the end, not forgiving someone. Um, Not necessarily, you don't have to be friends with everybody, but you do have to forgive and you can tell when you are able to forgive. Because a lot of people have that question, um, how do I know I really, really forgave that person? And the answer is you you'll be you'll know you will be able to tell. And when it doesn't um, really just bother you, um, then you know those are kind of some signs to know that you forgave. But at the same time, I don't want you to think that there's a time limit that you know as soon as you say I forgive you. Um, you're okay. And in two days, everything is washed away. No, because with, with, um, forgiveness comes healing as well. So you may, you know, continue to think about the things that happened in the past, but that's how you heal, you know, by addressing the situation, you know, within yourself or, you know, speaking to someone, you know, that you confide in, that you trust about the situation is how you end up healing and forgiving at the same time. So I'm, I'm still, you know, praying for Miss um, D. I'm praying that she finds the comfort that she needs. And, um, you know, when I see her again, because I visit the, the store often, when I see her again, I'll ask her how she is and, you know, things like that. But, um, it's very important to forgive. It really is. So anyway, so if you stuck along to listen to this story, you are the real MVP. And like I said, I I hope that you got something from it. Follow me on my social media on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash her life on purpose. And Instagram is Instagram.com, Her Life on Purpose. Twitter is H Life on Purpose. And of course, my blog, where there's tons of lifestyle content for you to look at, tons of advice, tons of fun stuff, just all kinds of stuff, herlifeonpurpose.com. And I hope to see you back here on Her Life on Purpose, the podcast, very soon. I try to upload weekly. Check back with me next Wednesday. Have a good day, guys.